Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Happy New Year, my lovely lightworkers, and welcome to the season two of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. We've had 18 amazing episodes in 2018, and I'm so excited to keep on going in 2019. I have some exciting topics and spiritual teachers coming up in 2019 to bring us tools, guidance, and practices, all focused around tuning us in and lighting us up. And I wanted to kick off the year with the first episode all about a topic I'm very passionate about, which is spiritual book publishing. As many of you may know, I worked in the book publishing industry in London for three years before I went self-employed with my spiritual business. At the same time, 
I self-published my own book, Be the Guru, a step-by-step -step guide to becoming your own spiritual teacher. So I have the experience of traditional publishing and I have the experience of self-publishing as well. I also know that many lightworkers are passionate about writing and publishing their own book as it's such a fabulous way to shine our light out into the world. And the best thing about it is that it's never been easier to write and publish successful books as there are so many platforms and ways out there for us to do that. So in this episode, I invited Sean Patrick, the founder of That Guy's House Publishing, to come and chat with me about the various ways we have available as lightworkers to write and publish our spiritual books. So many of you know about traditional publishing, you know about self-publishing, but there is a middle ground as well. There is a way that combines the two, which is what Sean is most passionate about talking, and it's what That Guy's House Publishing is all about. So specifically, in this episode, you're going to learn how the publishing industry works, the differences between traditional and self-publishing, how That Guy's House differs from existing publishing models, you're going to learn what it takes to write a successful spiritual books, the aspects and the energy you need to put into it, as well as how you can go about and get published with that guy's house. So if writing a book in 2019 is one of your main goals, this episode will equip you with all that you need to know to decide which direction you have to go when it comes to publishing your book. So get a pen and paper and get ready to take lots of notes because you're going to love this. If you'd like to join me live for one of the recordings of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, these take place on Instagram. So be sure to follow me there at George Lizos and also come join the conversation in my free private Facebook group for empaths and lightworkers called Your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group. All right. Enjoy this fabulous episode with Sean Patrick. I have here with me Sean Patrick, who is an author, speaker, and spiritual business owner. He's the founder of That Guy's House Publishing, the creator of the meditation movement, Chill the F Out, and co-founder of the upcoming Mind Body Soul Dance Class, Flotation. Sean is also a researcher in positive psychology and has been featured on BBC News, The Sunday Times, The Huffington Post, and The Daily Express. Sean, it's such a pleasure to have you here with me today. It is so awesome chatting with you. As you mentioned, we are friends, and this is honestly just a pleasure and a joy for me. Indeed. So let me, yes. speaking of that, let's go back. A few years ago, I think it must have been five years ago when we first started. Oh. We're we, going to age ourselves, George, but yes, it was five years ago. I think it was five <laughs> years ago. We were both starting our spiritual business. So I'm very curious yes. to know what has been your journey to starting up as a, as a, as a life coach and then writing your book, that, uh, that Guy Who Loves the Universe, and then eventually being the founder of That Guy's House Publishing. What has been the journey to founding oh. this? So it's been a wonderful, incredible journey, one that I could not predict in any way, but it actually started, I guess, with my background in theater. I went to drama school and my um, focus became, as it was time to graduate, I began producing theater for mental health. I was going, working with community groups to put on um, shows and performances about happiness and self-esteem and spirituality. And that became just my, my main interest. And 
you know, not long after that, I had set up a, um, you know, having gone through my own transformation, my own spiritual awakening, which is forever ongoing. Um, I set up a blog that was on Facebook and it still is, but it was really my introduction to the world. And it was called that guy who loves the universe. And I just absolutely loved being on there, posting it, growing an audience, sharing my philosophical and spiritual kind of way around life. And, um, I was then um, back and forth with, with, with a few publishing houses about, about doing a book af after the blog. And after, um, after being back and forth a couple of times and nothing quite coming to a publishing deal, I ended up setting up my own imprint, which called after the blog, That Guy Who Loves the Universe. The publishing imprint was called That Guy's House. I published my book through it only with the intention that it would exist just to publish my book. And in, um, you know, the universe having better plans than we do all the time, um, before I knew it, it became this this publishing house and we had a handful of authors, um, you know, working under us. Now, just 18 months later, we're fully fledged. We have some fantastic authors working underneath us. And, um, and it's fantastic. It's been an extreme example of the universe having a, a better plan than I did. Yeah, and you just look yeah. to the whole world. And when you love the universe, the universe loves you back. Oh, <laughs> it so does. I love life and life loves me. That is an affirmation I cherish. I love the universe and the universe loves me. That's an amazing story. And yeah. I'm so, mm -hmm. I am so glad to see um, all the books that are coming out with that guy's yeah. house. Right now we have Emma Mumford with us, who just, whose book just came out, The Spiritual Queen. Woohoo. And she is incredible. Yes. Another mm -hmm. friend of ours, uh, Katie Brockhurst, had her book published with you as well. So I want to take a step back and go into traditional publishing. Mm -hmm. Because I come, I come from a traditional publisher uh, background, having worked in London for three years. And mm -hmm. we, we kept receiving, I kept getting questions all the time from people who it was very clear to me, didn't understand how the publishing industry worked. So yeah. let's just break things down for everybody so that people understand what their Absolutely. options are with regards to publishing their spiritual book and how that guy's house is different, how the model you bring forth is different. Could you give us an introduction and like basic steps of how the traditional publishing world works? Absolutely. And just to preface this whole conversation by saying, and both options are wonderful. If you're looking at traditional publishing or self-publishing, so many pros to each. And it's very much all a fantastic spiritual medium for sharing your voice and sharing inspiration with the world. So um, I was very much wanting a traditional publishing deal. I had a literary agent, I had a book proposal, and I was shopping it around publishers, as, as people say. And I really wanted a traditional publishing deal because I knew a lot of what that could offer. Um, it was the... Um, it was having the backing of a publishing company. It was knowing my book would be worldwide distributed. It was having that almost seal of approval from somebody else that my book was good enough. And also there's the very real, um, you know, with a, with a traditional publishing house, oftentimes an author will receive an advance in cash. And there's some, you know, it's very important you get to, you, you know, you get the chunk of money up front for your book. All these things played in, but most importantly for me, I was on the outside looking in at traditional publishing houses, wanting to belong to a community and family of authors. And that is the reason why I never 
straight away went to looking at self-publishing because I wanted to belong to a home, to a house, to a family of authors. And that was my main drive in wanting to belong to a publishing house. And I'm sure you, you can speak to that too, based on your experience. Is everything I've said correct? Yes, I want to make absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so as, as, as Sean just mentioned, traditional yeah. publishing, they give you an advance, you're, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're presenting a book proposal, and then it goes through several stages until mm -hmm. it eventually um, gets published into the world. And it's a, it's a process that take, like, it can take a year, it can even take more than a year. Then we have the self-publishing option. How is that different, Sean? How does self-publishing work differently from traditional publishing? So with self-publishing, self especially if you're going at it completely alone, you're not needing approval or you're not needing anything from anybody else besides from your own ability to write a book. And for a lot of people, that is extremely freeing, um, especially because you're going to get creative freedom over your title. And I've never published traditionally, but knowing people that have, there are compromises that have had to be made along the way. There are decisions that have had to be made based on how this book fits into that publishing houses list the best. And that's all fantastic. But when you're self-publishing, you're not going to have to worry about that. So with self-publishing, you can just go ahead, get your manuscript sorted and go at it yourself. Um, to discuss, I mean, I guess to discuss what I do with that guy's house is I like to think of myself somewhere as a hybrid, as a bit of a boutique mm. publishing house, because we're very much self-publishing authors that come to us. Um, it's, it's the similar model to self-publishing, but we, like I said, because I was on the outside looking in at traditional publishing, I very much recreated the model that I saw. And that was that we take care of, you know, the proofreading, we take care of the cover design, we take care of the distribution, we take care of the ISBN. All this could sound like foreign language to people and we will, we'll, we'll clear everything up. But, um, if you're completely alone, self-publishing, there are things you have to consider. You have to have your book file professionally drawn up. You have to acquire an ISBN. You have to look at what distribution channels you're, you're going to be going into. So when it comes to self-publishing, there is a lot to consider. Um, all can be completely done. I really, want to, I really want to say this to people. It is all very achievable if you want to go at it completely alone. Um, and there's also other services in place which can help you along the way. And also, I think the biggest difference when it comes to self-publishing versus traditional publishing that is a draw to people on the pro of the self-publishing side is how many royalties an author is getting per book. Now, um, I know with my publishing company, authors are walking away with 100% of their cleared royalties. I can't speak to other publishing services, but I know that with a publishing house, that's not how it works. Um, authors are walking away with possibly maybe 10 to 15% a book, maybe even less. Whereas you know, authors from my publishing company, you know, they're walking away with three to four pounds per book they sell, which is more than a traditional publishing deal. So that is a big difference is how much authors are making per book. I think what you've created, Sean, is just so powerful because you Thank strike you. the perfect balance between the goods that comes from traditional publishing and the goods that come from self-publishing. Oh, Absolutely. And that is so what I wanted to do. Like I said, and even now as the company's grown, you know, I find myself at business conferences and in conversations with business coaches that say, you know, you know, leverage this, accept anything and everything. And I'm very clear that I'm growing a, a hub of spiritual authors who are the real deal. You know, they have 
and, and that's another thing as well. That's, um, you know, we do have an accept reject process. We want great authors who are high vibing, who are, you know, spiritually connected, who have this great, authentic, real message. So, um, yes, yeah, so I definitely stand somewhere in the middle where it's not a we publish anything situation. But once, you know, once you become one of our authors, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of the rest for you the way a traditional publisher would. So, um, yeah, it's it's somewhere in the middle with both of the good things. I, I really love it. It's been a huge blessing. And I just love watching how, how this company has grown. The reason I love this so much is because I came for, I worked for a traditional publisher, yet I self-published my own book. So I got to experience both sides. So from the traditional publisher side, I can see the benefit of like Absolutely. having a publisher support you and distributing the, the book worldwide and mm -hmm. having a community to work with. However, there are the drawbacks of there are so many factors involved, so many people involved that have an opinion about your book. There are so many mm -hmm. barriers to entry because you need to have a platform, you need to have certain yes. standards in order to get in. Then from a self-publishing perspective, I gotta tell you, I don't know about your experience, but self-publishing my book has been the hardest thing I've ever done oh. in my life. I've I had been working for it for three years before I was able to publish it because I had to find an editor to edit. Mm -hmm. I had to find a designer. I had to decide how I wanted the book to, to be and feel like and look like and then putting it together and then margins and then deciding on a price mm -hmm. and the end, blah, 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 blah. So you're basically <laughs> taking all that away from people so that people don't have Absol to deal with that. Absolutely. And George, because you worked in a publishing house, you knew about all of that. I can speak from my experience of when I first did my book, even though I'd set up the imprint, the ISBN, the actual creation of the book is such a huge part. And for authors to receive their book and hold it in their hand, it needs to have that professional look and feel. And I know, and I'm not ashamed to talk about it now because it's been a while. But when I first did my book, I did not think it had the professional look and feel. I feel like I'd chosen a size that was too big. I feel like the interior file, I didn't choose the right font. All these things that weren't even considerations to me all presented themselves because I was trying to do it alone. And um, like I said, wonderfully through developing a team, through having the correct, correct soft, like there's just, there is so much to think about when it comes to the creation of a book and um, the wrong perception is I'll write a manuscript and upload it to Amazon. There is at least 20 steps in, in, between, in between that part. And you're right, even about margins, and it's so crazy just to give one example of things that people don't think about. When you think about holding a book and when you open a book, the margin on the left-hand side has to be wider than the margin on the right-hand side. Yes. That's where, the page, that's, where the page, that's where the page fold is. Who would know that? Well, I mean, people, like, like I said, through, like, through the designers I hire and stuff, they know that. That was not even something I thought about. And there was so many things. And for so many people who are looking at doing their book, if you are going to do it alone, yes, you can. You can. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of considerations to have the best book possible. And let's talk about having a book. Um, a book will sell copies. A book will a book will bring in money. There's no doubt about that. But most importantly, what you can um, do through having a book is huge, and that's why you really want the best the best book possible. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yes, amen to that, Sean, because, yes, yes the pain is real. And pain, <laughs> the pain is real. The, pain is the real. struggle is real. Yeah. <laughs> people can do it. We can all do it, but it's a lot of work, and it's so great that you give people the opportunity to take that away so they can really focus on what really matters to them, which is their creation, which is putting all the love into that book. Absolutely. And first thing to say is your book was gorgeous from the get-go, just so you know, FYI. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Secondly... I love your book as well, by the way. I read it and I loved it. Thank you so much. There's a second edition now. I finally, you know, I faced... I faced that pain of not being happy with the first one and with the, with the infrastructure of the publishing company released a second edition in December. Um, but yeah, to speak about that, um, creative freedom is so important. And I know I had worked with editors on, even though I was self-publishing my first book, I had worked with editors and they had changed so much of my voice and they changed the tone that I am, I became and I am a huge advocate for authors writing their real, raw and authentic message. Mm. Because I really believe that people are buying a book because they see it and they go, oh my gosh, that was written for me. Way more so than if it flows well on page 250. You know what I mean? So editing is important, don't get me wrong, but I'm more, I'm more focused on an author who is, um, vulnerable enough to share a real raw and authentic message and i'm not saying it has to be dark i'm not saying it has to be um revolutionary but someone who's really ready to open up and share their story along with the inspiration that comes with that that's my huge that's my excitement for a book with that guy's house it's something that is uncensored and with some publishers and not with others i can't really speak to it because i've never been traditionally published um sometimes censorship comes in and sometimes authors feel as if they didn't get to write the book they wanted and that is something i am like absolutely not the author will get final say once i've made the decision that you're someone that i trust to work with and i know you're going to produce good work that also means that i'm going to trust you to make the final say over your book and that is just to give people what i didn't have 
is, is just a life force. It makes me feel so, so joy-filled. Would you say that is the vision behind that guy's house to this uh, raw authenticity that the authors uh, bring forth? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's about, um, it's about not being formulaic as well. It's about, um, it's about showing up um, with that real raw message that might not fit into a formula, but still gives inspiration. And I'll speak to this. My favorite book ever, complete cliche, I ain't scared to say is Eat, Pray, Love. And I'd call that my, I'd call that my favorite spiritual book, though it's a memoir, but I got so much information and insight in how to meditate from the author, Liz Gilbert, sharing her story. And that is really where I stand. I say, people, I believe that people are going to get more from you through you sharing your true authentic story than they're going to get by you um, creating a step process by itself. I think a step process is wonderful when it fits into where it's coming from. I think you've touched on something really important, which, is, which are the formulas we use to market, to write books, to create anything in this world. And this is a discussion that I have a lot with Katie Brokers, the author yes. of Social Media for a New Age. Katie is all about raw authenticity. I like my formulas, so sometimes we like having oh, yeah. discussions. Is it the formula? Is it the freedom? What's the balance between the two? So is there a balance between the two? What is your oh, stance I mean, on that? Oh, absolutely. I'd say the balance I find between the two is making sure a book is split up into chapters, there's takeaway from each lesson or life story, and um, where and when necessary or possible, uh, an actual practical spiritual exercise or self-help exercise is given. That's as far as I go in regards to there being a balance between the two. And I'm very much open to how it could even be more um, form. Not, not how it can be more formulaic, that's wrong. I'm open to implementing from the formula more and more. It exists for a reason, it works for a reason, and it's wonderful. Um, but also it's important to leave room for, for alchemy and miracles. Um, and I think that is um, that can happen in a formula, and it can also happen through not flowing structure. And there's just so many incredibly selling books or things that just took off, things that caught the zeitgeist of, of the international population um, through no rhyme, reason or formula. And that's something for people to really hold close to their heart is um, there through being authentic here, I completely open myself up to that fluke miracle that may occur. Ooh, that's so good. Now let's talk yes. about <laughs> that a little bit more and what it takes to write a good spiritual book. So what is that guy's house looking for in a spiritual book? So what that guy's house is looking for in a spiritual book is like I said, an author who's willing to share their story real and raw. I'm not saying you've had to have had an extremely tragic or dramatic life. I'm just asking that you can be honest because if you arrived at a feeling of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy, that feels the same no matter where it came from. And, you know, there are people who live very luxurious and lovely lives who can really relate to, wow, I still have this feeling of not being good enough. So I'm looking for authors who are being honest about how they feel and to share their story. And that doesn't mean they have to have had a huge dramatic dark past. It just means they're willing to be honest. Secondly, it's work to write a book. And I know you can you can vouch for this. Writing a book is not something that you do um, 
over a couple of weeks in an afternoon or as a casual project. It is focus, it is dedication, it is rereading, it is committing to submitting drafts, and it's not a it's not a side project. And that's why I really encourage authors to write a book that they love because it's gonna require their pound of flesh and not in a hard way like, you know, I'm sacrificing myself. It's gonna require your time, attention and passion. And you can only keep that up for a book you're genuinely in love with. So you wanna be writing a book that you love and you wanna be willing to do the work. And patience is a huge thing. And I know with that guy's house, especially earlier on, um, we had some authors, you know, who just, they wanted to publish quickly. They wanted the book out ASAP. And that's, it was a big lesson for me early on is in order for the book to have maximum distribution, that takes time, that takes effort, that takes energy. And it's allowing for, um, it's allowing for that time frame. And one more thing in regards to that is launching a book is not a one-time gig. Many people, do their launch day, do their launch week. I wrote a book, isn't it fantastic? And then they possibly let it fall by the wayside. Oh no, you wanna be, your book is your calling card. Your book is your baby for at least two years. I'm not saying you can't write another book in that time, but trust me, what you've written in that book is gonna be relevant for at least, for, for at least the next two years. Um, so you can be sharing your message from the book. You can be using that to get speaking gigs. You can be using that to appear on podcasts and radio shows. You can be using that to launch programs um, just with that content you've created in your book. So don't allow it to be a flash in the pan, if that's the phrase. Um, allow it to be a allow it to be a two year bonfire of this wonderful work you've created. Because who's to say that after eighteen months? you don't write an article about something that you write about in the book, which references the book that goes viral 18 months down the line. But if you've kind of written your book and you're like, okay, I'm done with that now. I sold a couple hundred copies and I'm moving on. Once again, be open to that miracle fluke magic that might occur. And that, in that includes just be behind your book more than it's launch week. You know that saying, dog is for life, not just for Christmas. A book is for life, not just for launch week. Just made that up. One hundred percent. Like uh, yeah, our true. book is like a business card in these days, where you, that's how you present yourself in the world. And I think there are two approaches people can take with uh, publishing a book. It's either you have a platform that leads you to writing a book and selling the book, or you write a book to have a platform. Like it, absolutely it gives you the opportunity to put yourself out there, to get on podcasts, to write articles, and therefore and develop your platform. So you can move to another st stage at, at some point. Absolutely, and I can only speak to, given my experience, the, um, the bizarre magic, I'll use that word, that goes on in the world through having a book. Like, I will say, I really love my book, especially now. But as I mentioned to you, I was not thrilled with my first edition, yet it still led to me being interviewed on BBC World News. It still led to me to get countless press and opportunities because I talked about a topic that was, you know, be in, in the media at the time. Um, so the bizarre, the bizarre magic that can happen through having your book is one day you're going to get a message from somebody who sat in Australia or India or Japan. Oh my God, reading your book and I love it. Or for example, like, so one of our authors, um, one of our authors had um, the Navy SEALs start to practice the principles of their book because someone, because somebody in the Navy SEALs happened to read it. it the, 
the things that can happen through having a book that I just, it's such an example of you being, you being the tap, not the water. Where that water goes and the message and the opportunities and the possibilities, it really is limitless. And like you said, the book is the catalyst to that. And it's almost like, you know, the book is your baby. Don't put pressure on your baby to, to do everything. Allow, you know, what good can that bring? You know, so I've got invited to do the speaking gig or I'm going to do this press appearance. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, it's just so, it, it, it's like, a ma it's magic how, especially in this industry of spirituality and self-help, the opportunities that will find you based on the fact you have collected a body of knowledge um, and published it is incredible. Exactly. Giving our book mm -hmm. time to grow and really learn to, uh, to, to expand. And Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about the trends, the spiritual trend, because um, in the publishing world, like, uh, and in spirituality as well, there are different mm -hmm. trends. Like for a, for a few years, the divine feminine was a big thing. It's still a big thing. And then you move into mindfulness and meditation and manifestation. Do you mm -hmm. look for trends in spirituality or are you solely focusing on stories? Um, no, I don't look for trends. I am solely focused on stories, but I will say um, having a psychology background and being very active in that field of mental health, um, I guess I am somewhat biased towards um, a mindful movement. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not exclusive criteria for our books. And just looking at our catalogue, you'll see we, we play into a lot of spiritual genres. But what I will say is on that topic of trend, um, what I'm noticing in my life and with a lot of people that I see, um, we are just really having a great time going back to spiritual basics. Um, that is something that's so wonderful because the trend at one point, and I'm thinking now, like I'm going way back to like 2009, 10 years ago, um, everything was about the next step, the deeper level, what's the next key. Whereas we've lived life now for, you know, another, another decade since, um, and we're, and we're realizing the basics work. Like recently, I've just got so back into Louise Hay teachings, mirror work, self-love affirmations. And yeah, and just to, on the topic of trend for a long time, we wanted to move on to the next step, the deeper level when actually it's, you know, our spiritual consciousness is, is a, is a decision away. So, um, and I love yeah. that about this, about spirituality, that, that we're realizing that the, uh, the really basic foundations of spirituality is really all we need to, to find connection to source. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that in my personal life, you know, that's been a, a return to basic practice. And yeah, and on the topic of trends, I believe we are really, really going into that now. It's what works. Just talking about, you know, manifestation, that almost became a dirty word for a while. But actually, it's a, it's a, principle, in, it's a principle in the universe and people are oh, understanding that again. Um, the secret, which was such a huge catalyst for so many people, um, 2006, I think it was, um, you know, for a while that became a... Uh, Oh, the secret. Oh, you're at the, still at the level of the secret. Well, you know, it's not about being at different levels. It's about applying the principles that work. And I really, you know, my intention is that we all continue to, to realize that. And um, I, I think we are. I think back to basics is back to basics, I think, is the current or next trend. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. someone listening right now who is interested in publishing their book with that guy's house, how do yes. they go about in finding out more information? Wonderful. So they can go to thatguyshouse.com and we have information on there on the books we've published, our packages, the options around publishing, 
Um, like I said, we, we operate as close to being a traditional publisher as, as possible. So um, as, as, long, as well as having packages, we also work with authors on, on a royalty split basis. So for all the information, head to the website. People can, anyone listening to this can email me directly. It's Sean, spelled S-E-A-N, Sean at thatguyshouse.com. And um, I'm happy to speak with anybody over email or jump on a call to, d to discuss their book. And if people just want feedback on their manuscript, re reach out to me as well. It's a joy to read people's work. Oh, that's amazing. Like nobody yeah. else does that. So that's amazing. Yeah, well, people, <laughs> that's epic. You know, pe people tell me this. It's so funny. We recently, um, we recently signed a new author um, over in Los Angeles. And I said, um, send me your manuscript. I'll make it my Christmas read. And she was like, well, how much? And I was like, oh, no, send me your manuscript. I'll, I'll, I'd like to read it. And she just like, that was, that was on a different planet to her. But yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So everybody yeah. joining us, like, thank you so much for, uh, for, for staying in with us and, and, and getting, absorbing all this information. I hope you have your ideas ready to write your book in 2019. Yes. Sean, it's been such a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for sharing what you, what you have created here in the world. I think it's so amazing and I'm so excited. I already have a few of, uh, of that guy's house books and I'm so excited to yes. see what's coming up in the new year as well. Thank you so much. And I will, from now on, I'll always send you our books. Um, it's, been it's been a pleasure to be on with you. Like I said, and we've been friends for a while. This has been a joy. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Sean. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 